It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m., so that means you are tuned in to Sports Talk with Kate Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we have a great one dialed up for you this evening. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, NFL. We're going to recap Week 12. We're going to preview uh, Week 13. Some very interesting stuff happened, uh, co- uh, coaching firings there. Big game between the Eagles and Bills. Going to recap that. Uh, I'm going to recap the 49ers and, uh, and Seahawks. Also want to recap. Saints and, uh, and and Falcons are uh, going to talk college football. I think this may this, this this college football topic, ladies and gentlemen, when we get to it, may go a little longer than we we think because I have some issues with Florida State being number four. But we'll definitely dive into that uh, top our top four there and and so many other things. Uh, Josh Dobbs, uh, Joshua Dobbs as well, looked like he was the future of the Vikings, but right now he may not even be the future for next week. So we'll dive into that and, and so much more. We'll recap Ohio State, uh, Michigan game, uh, just a bunch of. Uh, 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 stuff on on uh, on the slate for you guys uh, for sure. We'll get into our one ticket segment, inbounds out of bounds, and you already know the East Scott's entertainment segment at the end of the show. You got to end it at with that. So with that being said, let's bring in Mr. E. Scott. Mr. E. Scott, how are you doing this evening, my brother? Hey, they say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poorest part. <laughs> well, man, love it, brother, love it. All right, if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, get up on your power game, man. Get up on your power game for sure. All right, e, uh, let's dive right into it, man. And and uh, I want to always want to start with with you know with our our, our new segment. I kind of stole from our good buddy Jason Collins that we do on Tuesday nights, and I thought that you know this might be something that we can implement into to our show and and make it better. Um, you know, each and every each and every week, um, I may label it something different, but right now we're gonna call it most impressive win or most uh, disappointing win. Maybe we'll call it something different. I'll come up with something, or you can come up with something. You know, regardless, uh, it's it's about the one win that you took that you, that, that most impressed you from Week Twelve. We had we had a couple of them uh, out there, but uh, which game stood out to you that impressed you the most on Week Twelve? The Philly game. And the reason I say the Philly game because Philly is winning football games in an unimpressive fashion. I mean, they don't come out here and run up 50 points. Hell, they they lose for three quarters a lot of the games. But somehow, at the end, when the game is on the line, when it's time to put up or shut up, they manage to put up. And, I mean, it's more than just a tush push. I mean, you got uh, Jason Kelsey out here pulling like a guard from the center position, making big-time blocks. 
that, you know, a lot of people hurts to get the touchdown or whatever. They just, I don't know, they're just impressive to me because, like I said, they're impressive by being not impressive, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that that was that was the one for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that makes perfect sense to me. Hopefully that nonsense comes to an end this week, but we'll definitely dive into that for obvious reasons. <laughs> definitely dive into that. Um, but, yeah, I, I went with, I, you know, a game, but I, I thought you might have went that game. So instead of us, you know, you know, sounding like, a, you know, an echo, I, I went with the, the most impressive win. Um, I went with Green Bay over Detroit. And the reason why I went with this game is because you got Detroit who's supposed to be, one of the big dogs, the lions in the forest, if you will, and um, or in the jungle, I should say, not the forest. We retract that. The lions in the jungle, um, if you will, it's supposed to be one of those um, upper echelon teams uh, that's supposed to be considered to be one of the favorites to, to go to the Super Bowl. Now, when you're dealing with a Green Bay team that really you don't know what you're going to get with them week in and week out, as a Detroit team, as a team that has a um, a, a lockjaw on, on this uh, on this division, the NFC uh, North, you have to put teams like this away. You can't allow them to escape. You can't once they're in the job, the, the, the grasp of your jaws, and they got you by the juggler. You got them by the juggler. I'm using my my lion, my discovery, my animal planet. I'm 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 I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going with my inner uh, inner uh, discovery channel here or inner, inner, animal planet. When a lion locks onto their prey, they generally don't get away. But the lions allowed the Packers to get away. So I said the Packers. They stood toe to toe with these guys, and they didn't let them down, and, and they didn't let go, and they they didn't back down from these guys. And they put up 29 points against this team, and and that says a lot, man. And and you got to wonder, is Detroit for real? I mean, we saw them against the the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens some time back, and they just got completely blown out of the uh, out of the building, uh, if you will. I know it was a home game for Baltimore, but if you're going to be considered a top dog, you got to win on the road or at least be competitive um, in a situation like that. But for them to lose that game or for Green Bay to win that game was very impressive to to me from the Green Bay standpoint. Uh, but hey, going on to the the flip side of things. Let's go to the one, the most disappointing loss here. I, we may be on the same page here, E, but um, what say you about this? Well, okay, I have an OLI for this one. Okay. Because it's not as bad as my most disappointing loss. But my OLI is going to be Houston-Jacksonville. Now, that's a game that okay. Jacksonville should have won, so that's why I didn't pick it as the most disappointing. I just really like C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan, so that that's the only yeah. reason I'm missing that one. But now the most disappointing, I do think we're probably going to be on the same page, Minnesota-Chicago. Mm-hmm. First of all, you can't okay. lose to Chicago. I mean, you, you, you just can't you, you can't do that. And then the final score was 10 to 12. Okay, well, they oh both God. lost. I mean, they, they, they yeah. both lost. Uh, and you know who else lost? Us, the fans. That yeah. you, put, you put Minnesota Chicago on Thursday night. You don't put that on Monday night. I mean, because yeah. I'm a true football purist, as are you. And we've kind of mm-hmm. come around a little bit on the Thursday night game, but it's still not yeah. our forte. However, Monday Night Football been around, K-Walk, as long as you and I have been around. Monday Night yes, Football fact. is just it, – it, it's it. You can't give me yeah. 10 to 12 Minnesota Chicago on a Monday night. So, yeah, to me, that was the most disappointing. 
Yeah, and you know what? Staying with that, that wasn't the one I was going to go with, but staying with okay. that, you know, with the um, itself, I want to give hats off to Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. They made that game sound very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if you didn't watch that game with the with the volume up, then you were asleep at the, by the third by the by the second quarter, by the, before the half started. Uh, I before the half ended. I'm telling you, but I listened to that game, man, and Joe Buck and, and Troy Avick made every single play seem like it was uh, it was like the NFC Championship um, or the Super Bowl. They they earned their pay for sure. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not get a chance to listen to them, I'm not saying watch to listen to the whole game, but just bits and pieces of the game, if, if you will, they made that game seem a lot more interesting than it, than it actually was. And that game almost went into overtime, which would have been even more boring, or more exciting, depending on how you want to look at it from, you know, as far as Troy Buck and, uh, and uh, I mean, uh, Troy Buck. Yeah, call him Troy Buck or Joe, Joe, Joe Aikman. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Troy, Troy and, uh, and Joe made it very interesting. But the game that I went with, E, man, I, I went with um, – I did go with the Bills and, and the Eagles game. I thought it was disappointing on the, from the Bills' standpoint because of the fact of the matter is they had they they had every opportunity to win that game, had every opportunity to close the Eagles out. A lot of people are saying, the Eagles fans especially come at me, man, and is that uh, well the Eagles just they can't they 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 just don't know how to lose. They don't know how to lose, and and, and you can you can make an argument for that, and, and it's an argument that what you know what kind of defense do you have or what kind of you know prosecution do you have you know against that because of the fact that the matters they're right they're 10 and 1 I mean he lost to the lonely Jets uh um, if you will how we still don't understand how that happened but hey that's 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 the NFL any given Sunday but that game the Bills um did an excellent job you look at uh what Josh Allen did 51 passes in that weather, 339 yards, two touchdowns, rushed the ball for nine times, 81 yards and two touchdowns, had the game win, had the winning throw in the uh, in overtime, but just miscommunication between him and Gabe Davis, which ultimately the, 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 the Eagles took advantage of. So I would say that was the most disappointing loss because of the Bills are a team that we consider, we can still consider maybe insurance fraud, Eddie. But up until that last throw, that you know, you you thought that they were okay. Well, maybe they're legit. Maybe they're legit. It's it's a it's it's a it's a it's a nationally televised game. It's you know America's game of the week. It's at it's at in Philly, in rough conditions. And Buffalo's used to those conditions because you know they're used to playing that in Buffalo. But I thought that was a disappointing, the most disappointing loss. E. But I thought you were going to go a different way. I thought you were going to go with your Saints and Eagles because I mean the Saints and the Falcons because I almost went there. Yeah, I was going to go there, you know. And but what say you? I'm watching this game, E, and I have I have two. I have like five screens going on at one time, and I designate certain screens for you know. Uh, based on the priority of the most in games, you know, big screen goes to that the game of the week. The second game goes. I mean, the second screen goes to to you know. So it goes in order. So this, your 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 team was on the second screen eh, because I forget what the first game was. And I'm watching this game, eh, and I don't like to text you because I don't like people texting me or what what have you. But I'm thinking about you, man. I'm like, oh, what is he going through right now? What is he saying about this game? Especially that pick six, man. 
Give me your thoughts and, and opinions on this game. Did you break anything? Everything's intact. I mean, I know we watched the game. At, what say you about the Saints losing to the Falcons? Well, I was actually in New Orleans. I watched it. The game was in Atlanta. Oh, that's right. But I was okay. in New Orleans for the weekend for the Classic. That's and right. so we knew we weren't going to make it, you know, home in time to watch. So we just stayed in New Orleans and watched the game then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was okay. very disappointed. I'm disappointed with our play calling. I mean, we had two or three receivers go down. We already down Flint boys. <laughs> um, Olave got it was in concussion protocol. At one point, I forgot AK-41 was even out there. Shahid got yeah. hurt. I mean, it, it was it was just a mess. I mean, it was a disappointing yeah. loss because we should beat the Falcons, but I didn't want to say like a homer. That's why I didn't pick that one. I was trying to be objective. But, yeah, now yeah. that you mentioned it, it was a very disappointing <laughs> loss because that's a football game that we should have won. I watched two yeah. games this weekend that both my teams mm-hmm. should have won. The Grand Rapids Southern game, I don't know if you saw any of that, but that was I did. the game I we should have won. And, uh, well, oh, yeah, we'll get to that a little yeah. later. We'll get to that college Yeah, later. for sure. But, uh, yeah. And the same game, I'm like, what are you doing? I, I, I don't know who sees Holler, Ron Rivera or Dennis Allen. Both of them got yeah. waves coming up out of the side of it. I mean, because there's no reason to keep Dennis Allen on. The season is the season yeah. is done. I mean, we play in the worst division in football, and we lose to <laughs> who? 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 And that's why Ridley, who leads the league in interceptions and turnovers. Ridley, yeah. Um, Honey Badger picked him off twice, and we still can't beat these dudes. I mean, that, yeah, that, that I was hot. But, yeah, we were at um, – I don't think y'all have them up north, but there's this place called Walk-On Sports Bar and Grill. Um, it's a Drew Brees endeavor. But that, that's where we were. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we, we, were, we were in New Orleans watching it. Yeah, it was a long ride home because the ride back to my brother's house is like five and a half hours. So, yeah. We okay. watched. A, we lost two devastating losses, and then got to get in the car for five and a half hours. I wouldn't sleep. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, man, that that's a rough weekend there, man. But you know, sometimes you got to go through something to get to something. But yeah, yeah, I'm watching this game as I mentioned earlier, and I'm just like, oh man. Uh, and then I, you know, I never text you and doing a game because you know, I, you know, I, I just don't like to bother people when they're watching their favorite team because. I don't like to be bothered, so I don't want to be yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really like that. people either. Because the worst yeah. thing to get is, hey, what happened? Well, mother. Yeah, you exactly. You know, you know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I tell people all the time when they're like, what's going on with your face? I was like, look, man, I'm just a fan. They don't, they don't, you know, consult me on personnel, decisions, and whatnot. And you go ask me what happened. And the same thing you just saw. That's what happened. Yeah, I, I, a lot of times I don't take phone calls unless it's like another yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, for, well, for sure, man. I, I'm in the same boat with you, man, and that's why I, I leave you alone. But, I, you know, I, I like the Saints, man. You know, my wife can attest. I, I do like the Saints unless, you know, playing against the 49ers, of course. But, um, yeah, man, so, I, yeah, I, I don't bother you when, you know, win, lose, or draw. I don't, I don't, I don't bother you because – I don't like to be bothered. So with that being said, but yeah, man, um, yeah, you, you guys got a. Uh, we, we'll talk about you know week week um, week thirteen, um, tough one. We talked about they got the Lions, but we'll we'll talk about them in a in a moment. But yeah, I want to talk about these. Uh, the next team I want to talk about are the Broncos, man. The Broncos right now are on a five game winning streak. They're 
right there with the Eagles as, you know, the uh, the, the hottest team or the team with the, the most consecutive wins right now, and that's five in a row. So the Broncos, and we, we talked about the Broncos in the beginning, and we talked about, your, you know, your former team, uh, your former um, coach, Sean Payton, there. And it didn't look like, and we was already, you know, saying that the marriage between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson wouldn't even, wouldn't even, uh, wouldn't even survive the honeymoon, if you will. But they seem to have gotten things uh, right. E, they, they, they've written the ship right now, and um, they're right there in the hunt, man. And they could make things possibly. They could make the playoffs. If the Chiefs keep playing the same way they've been playing for quite some time, you know, it's possible they could sneak it. I'm not saying they will, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm by any stretch of imagination, but we've seen some crazier things where the Broncos m- may be able to pull out the the, uh, the AFC West. But, E, what say you about the turnaround of the, the Broncos, their winning streak? Do you see them making the playoffs as well? Oh uh, yeah, one quick second before we get to that. I told my boy I would Good. shout him out because he's a Falcons fan. So shout out to my boy okay. Big Mike. Hey, he's listening right now. Okay. Here's the text right. I Okay, well, Falcons. <laughs> that was it. There was no back and forth, no banter, nothing. This ain't word. This is the Falcons. So I told him I shout him out. He, um, he he he's listening right now. But yeah, so All back right. to um, the the Denver game. It seemed like uh-huh. here's what happened in Denver. Sean Payne said, hey, somebody go care of Russ. I need to see him in my office. They went and told him. <laughs> Russ came down to the office. He came in and shut the door. He came and have a seat. He said, look, it's me or you, and this damn show ain't going to be me. So we need to get on the same page. <laughs> and it seemed like, you know, after that conversation, I don't know what that conversation ever happened, but in my mind it did. Right, After that gotcha. conversation, right. they they seem to be on the same page and they're clicking on all settlements. And like you said, with with the Raiders are awful, Justin Herbert and them, yeah. they not the uh, 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 Brandon Staley is awful. So it comes down to mm-hmm. Kansas City and Denver over there. Kansas City seems to be on the slide, and Denver seems to be on the upswing. This is a team. That can't win a win a playoff game, I think. As long as you know, because yeah. um, like if they get the wild card, they're probably gonna be on the road. I'm just trying to think where would they go that would be difficult for them? Because again, Miami insurance fraud, Bills insurance fraud. Yeah. They may run into a problem, say in Baltimore. Um, yeah. Uh, who else? Um, the Houston. I think they'll be Houston. Jacksonville could be an issue for them too, but I do think they can they can go on the road and possibly win a playoff game if they keep playing like they're playing. But if they keep playing like they're playing, and Kansas City keeps sliding, they could possibly win the division. Yeah, we still got what like four games left. Uh, six, four games for, games six games for six games for okay yeah, six, six games. Six, okay, six, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, they they could probably make some noise. Yeah, and when you look how they like they started off, they started off uh, one in. They started off uh, for the first three games. They they lost to uh, they they lost to the uh, the Washington Commanders a thirty three thirty five thirty five thirty three. No, sorry, they I think they lost. Uh, no, the first they lost to the Raiders. They lost to the Raiders by one, seventeen sixteen. Then they lost to the Commanders, thirty five thirty three. Then there was that debacle in Miami, seventy to twenty. So after that, he starting off zero and three, and then that third game, you losing by fifty. 
there's no way they're going to you're bouncing back and we're making we're having this conversation. But like you mentioned, we're we're having this conversation right now. We're we're actually having this conversation where they went out there and and they beat Cleveland. Uh, I know that Cleveland without Deshaun Watson um, is a different team, but they still you know pull it out. You mentioned Houston. They have Houston this week. Um, and can can they get that done because they're in Houston? And that's going to be a, I think that's the, that's going to be a really good test for them. That's going to be a really good game, ladies and gentlemen. Check that game out. Follow it, however you follow you know your your games throughout the week or throughout the the weekend, because Houston is a legitimate team. We see C.J. Stroud. We see how D'Amico Ryan's and it has their team playing. That defense is playing really well, um, for sure. So look at that game, and and I, and I, I guarantee you that if well. I'm not gonna say guarantee. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say if uh, if Denver could win this game against the uh, the Houston this week, they're gonna give them even more confidence. I'm not gonna use the word momentum, okay? I'm not gonna use that. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say believe confidence. And then they go into the Los Angeles Chargers, and we know the Chargers always charging. You know, always are gonna be Chargers, and we know Brandon Staley's on the hot seat. But then they got Denver. I mean, uh, Detroit at uh, Detroit. So that's going to be a tough one for sure. Um, they got the Patriots, and then they got the Chargers again, and then they end the season with the Raiders. So I'm looking at one, two, three, four, uh, four. They can go at least four and two, ladies and gentlemen. I'm saying best case scenario, I think they go four and two. They can possibly five and one. It's it's very interesting to see what the Denver Broncos can do in this final stretch uh, of the uh, of this last of the last six games. So be a, be on the lookout for these Denver Broncos. When I know it started off rough for them, but this is why they play the games. As in my Chris Berman uh, voice, this is why you play the games each weekend and week out uh, uh, for sure. So I'm going to be interested to see how that 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 is going to play out for uh, for the Broncos. All right, let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's stay. Uh, let's grab our first break here. When we come back, I want to uh, talk about. Uh, I want to talk about the Cowboys a little bit and what they're doing. And is Dak Prescott, in your opinion, a, a legitimate MVP candidate? Also, want to talk about Josh Joshua Dobbs, the quarterback there in Minnesota. It seems like uh, things are not so uh, so 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 grand there for him. Also, want to talk about a couple co- quarter. I mean, so co- coaching changes. Matt Canada in Pittsburgh, and then Frank Reich in uh, in Carolina. See, we got our good buddy uh, Special K on as well. Going to bring him in and get his insight as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, more talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, Master Killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Your skin isn't just skin. 
It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Take your football game to the next level with the National Youth Football League. The National Youth Football League is powered by former NFL players and great coaches across the United States. They provide student-athletes with opportunities to play football year-round. Spring leagues in the greater Triangle area are now forming for ages 5 to 18. To pre-register, log on to NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. That's NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. Back. Welcome back. It's Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us uh, before the break, we were giving our uh, most impressive uh, wins and most uh, disappointing uh, uh, losses uh, as well. We were talking Saints Falcons. Uh, we were talking also the, the Bills and Eagles game. And we were talking the Broncos and uh, the turnaround season that they've had um, you know, to this point. Um, joining us uh, is our good buddy, Mr. Special K. I want to bring Special K in. He's always a, a frequent caller and um, and appreciates your loyalty and dedication to, uh, to us, brother. How you doing this evening, my brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. How's everybody? Doing good, doing good. How was your Thanksgiving? I hope your Thanksgiving was a good one. Yeah, man. Can't complain, you know. Uh, Spending time with family. Um, two of the three grandbabies was here. Um, so it was a good day, man. Ate too much, but uh, it was a good day. <laughs> All right, par for course, par for course. All right, good stuff. Um, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, if you're a first-time listener, you know, Special K, uh, he calls it frequently. He's a diehard Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers fan, so I think he took the week off last week for a reason. I'm not sure, but that's just me speculation. <laughs> 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 I'll mess with you. I, I was – <laughs> I was a little tied up last Wednesday, man. I, I actually wanted to come on, man, because I, I was upset with the San Francisco uh, game, man. I was upset, man. I'm still upset because we, we, we actually had a repeat. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. So, you know, yeah, I ain't feeling too good. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll definitely dive into that, man. We'll definitely dive into that. E, this, uh, I want to I switch gears. I mean, not switch gears. I want to stay on the NFL talk, and I want to talk about the Cowboys here, man. Cowboys... Uh, are, are right now, you know, they're one of the, the, the hottest teams right now. They took care of business on Thursday, uh, you know, Thursday, last Thursday, Thanksgiving against the Commanders, um, handled them in, in, uh, in, in fashion, man. I mean, just dominated them from, you know, pretty much from start to finish. I mean, I guess you got to expect that to happen. You know, when you're talking about a team, meaning the Commanders, who traded away two of their best defensive linemen, that ultimately trade uh, fire, excuse me, their defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio. Now the Cowboys, we've seen the Cowboys uh, movie 
show, whatever you want to call it, against the, the inferior teams or the mediocre teams or less than mediocre teams, you know, against the, the Giants, against the Jets, um, you know, against the, uh, you know, the Commanders, things like that. But we also seen them against the 49ers. We also seen them against the, uh, against the Eagles as well. Going for it right now, um, E, how do you see these Cowboys right now? Are they legit contenders right now? They're 8-3. and three. They're sitting there right, you know, in the mix of things. They could possibly, if everything falls their way, if they handle business, the 49ers handle business, they have a legitimate run at being the number one seed. Do you see, well, how do you see the Cowboys season playing out at this point? Good, E. I'm sorry if he, if he I don't know if he might he, he might be on mute. <clears throat> oh my bad, man. I'm just talking. So yeah. here's the thing. Yeah, go <laughs> I think I think the Eagles are going to win that division, which will put the Cowboys at a wild card. If the Saints can get their stuff together and win our division, mm-hmm. we'd probably end up playing them in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Here are the right. Dallas Cowboys. If you take a great team. Say, I don't know, you take 2007-2008, my Hurricanes. That was a great team. And they played, you know, other great teams. They ran into Ohio State. And, you know, controversy mm-hmm. aside, they lost Ohio State. But then if you take that same team and put them against, I don't know, San Diego State back in the day, they blow them out. They <laughs> run the score so that's what Dallas is. Okay, you asked, but going to break, is Dak Prescott a legitimate MVP candidate? I'm going to say no because he looks good against teams. He should look good against, but when he ran in that juggernaut, San Francisco, that San Francisco defense, nah, nah, that was the real Dak Prescott there. And I'm not saying he's terrible because no, no, by no means is he terrible, but he's not right. MVP level. He looks good against who he should look good against, but against a, a, a better team, now he just plays average or slightly below average. Now, one thing about him, he's not turning the ball over as much as he used to, but I think another thing with that is your boy in Atlanta and Josh Allen are turning it over more than that, so we more concentrated mm-hmm. on him. So that's still turning it right. over, just not as much as the other guys. So, no, he's not a legit MVP candidate, and I don't think they'll win that division. Definitely won't get the number one seed because they still got Philly again. And, um, right. Yeah. That's going to be the tail of the tape right there. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And, and you, it's got to be the tail of the tape. And, and, and they're taking, meaning the Cowboys and the Cowboys fans, are taking a lot from that, uh, you know, from that Philly game. And I, you know, even though they lost the game, um, you know, they feel like, you know, that they put, they play up to their potential. They should have won that one. Well, they, they say they should have won. I don't believe in should have because, um, you know, it wasn't, meant to, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. But they had the opportunity to win that game. Now, you know, they've been blowing teams out. Again, I mentioned Washington. They blew them out 45 to 10. Then prior to that, Carolina, they blew them out 33 to 10. Giants, 49-17. But that Eagles game, they lost 28-23. So, you know, they're they're looking right now. They're their confidence has to be high, even coming off of that loss and going into the and going into the Philly game. Now I know they have tomorrow night's game, and we'll get into that game in, in, in a moment. But they have Seattle tomorrow night, uh, okay? 
And um, you know, up to the up to the uh to tomorrow night's game, okay, how do you see do you see this team having a legitimate chance of getting that like, number one seed or number two seed? What 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 say you about this this Cowboys team? And also um, is Dak Prescott a legitimate candidate to win the uh, MVP uh, trophy? I would say no and no. Um, the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> ain't beat nobody with a winning record this year. And right. Yeah, they, what, 83 or whatever, but they ain't beat nobody with yeah. a winning record. That says a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, when you play the, like you say, when you play the tougher competition, they come, you know, I don't care what they look like, what the final score was. So, they kind of look mediocre, you know. <laughs> now, I will say, yeah. um, uh, what's the guy's name? I can't call his name, man. Um, uh, the, 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 he, he came in for uh, the cornerback. He, he's was the safety. I'm sorry. But he he had a the one, no, no, no. The one on the other side that came in for Diggs. They got like yeah. seven oh, picks five, touchdown. five on return, four touchdowns. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. he might get he might get defensive MVP because um, he just he just broke a record. You know what I mean? He got five games mm-hmm. straight with an interception touchdown. You know what I mean? So he may get yeah. it depending on how the season finish out. But uh, as far as the question, that's a big no and a big no. You know what I mean? Um, I don't. Okay. They, they run the game is terrible. De'Ron Bland, that's his name. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had to blend. I couldn't think of the first name, so I didn't want to call it. But anyway. Um, uh, yeah, again, no and no. <laughs> and and when, when when they play okay. the Eagles again, that's going to tell the tape, as he said. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I agree with you there. And, and their their three losses did come to the 49ers, did come to the Eagles. But they also they also got beat up pretty bad by the, by the Cardinals. I mean, keep in mind, that, that Cardinal game was a game that was very surprising. And a lot of people thought that, you know, really the Cowboys was just going to Cowboy uh, cowboy down and not cowboy up, but they they lost twenty eight to sixteen against the, those uh, you know those uh, those uh, uh, those Cardinals, and then they uh, you know they went and, and then and you look at the schedule, they beat everybody for the most part, um, you know who doesn't have a winning record, they blow them out. Look, I, I think you know tomorrow night, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a big tell because I think the Seattle is a lot better than they looked last week. I just think that, you know, I'm going to sound like a homer, ladies and gentlemen, but I just think that the 49ers are on a mission right now when they're when they're healthy. And, I, and you, I'm going to sound like a homer, but I think that if you ask anyone um, around, any any real fan will say if the 49ers are healthy, they're the team to beat. They're just the team to beat in, in, in our opinion. You looked at those three games that they lost – Looked at the uh, look at w- what they did not have, and then when they got those guys back, look what they're what they're doing. Because this is it seems like just a week ago we were talking about the 49ers possibly losing their fourth straight game. Now we're talking about them possibly winning their fourth winning their fourth straight game. So yeah, I, I just think that you know when you talk about you know when you talk about the Cowboys, man, I, I think that we're going to see what tomorrow night is going to bring because I do think Seattle is a tough is a tough task for the Cowboys. Now if the Cowboys go into Seattle and they blow them out, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be on record to say um, uh, actually no, they uh, no they're they're home against Seattle, so they should win this game. They should win the game. So, 
See, I don't I, – yeah, this is going to be an interesting game for me, man, to see how Seattle and, and, and the Cowboys um, come out of this game. So if if, if the Cowboys blow the, Se- the Seahawks out, I'm going to say they're – you know, got to be worried about them. Got to be worried about them. And then, of course, the following week they got Philly, and then they got Philly at home. So, <laughs> so again, so they got back-to-back home, when, uh, home games right now. So um, the Cowboys – Riding high in confidence. I'm not going to say momentum, E. I'm not going to. I'm not going to use that term, man, because I know you don't like that term. But I'll, I'll use confidence, man. They're building confidence each and every week. So we're going to see how how that plays out uh, for sure. All right, E. Let, um, um, let's talk about uh, Joshua Dobbs here. I want to talk about Joshua Dobbs just a little bit here, E, because Joshua Dobbs Monday night he he turned the ball over. I know a couple of them weren't his fault, but still it still adds up in the uh in the stat sheet nonetheless where he threw four interceptions he and just maybe a couple of weeks ago you know I was posing the question that you know with Kirk Cousins going down with that Achilles injury and him being the age that he is and then Joshua Dobbs coming in here and winning the first two games and he didn't know his receivers he didn't know where the home locker room was but he was still winning games now we're talking about him not – and I was asking the question, will he be the future of the Vikings um, going forward next season and, 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 and season beyond? Now we don't even know if he's going to start this week. He, what say you about the uh, the roller coaster of a ride with Dobbs? And is this the Dobbs that a lot of people – is why he's a journeyman right now in, in your eyes? Okay. So since you didn't use the term momentum – I won't use the, the, the catchphrase, they figured him out. I, I won't insult you with that. But here's what I will say. I don't think there was much to figure out. I like, like, for example, when people say, oh, the league has figured out Brock Purdy. Well, Brock Purdy actually yeah. has talent. I don't think they figured him out. I'm with you on that, but I'm just saying. He actually has talent. There's something to figure out there for him. Josh Dobbs. I don't think there's anything to figure out. I think he just got lucky, you know. For, I mean, I'm not saying the brother's not talented, don't get me wrong. But I'm gotcha. just saying gotcha. there's a reason he's been on five teams in six months. I mean, you know, yeah, at some point <laughs> somebody would have saw something that was there. Yeah, he came to Minnesota. But like I, I've told you before, two things my grandpa used to say. A broke clock is right twice a day, and even a blind squirrel can find an acorn every now and then. <laughs> so what he had, I think, was I'm going to chalk it up to beginners luck. I don't think the league has figured him out again because I don't think there was anything that to figure out. Because, again, <laughs> if you were that good, you wouldn't have been on five teams in the span right. of six weeks. Now, yeah. he's okay, but I don't think he's the future in Minnesota, and I think they they see that too. Kirk Cousins is probably at home on the sofa watching it. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm good here. Franchise me again. I'll I laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah, with his foot out, with his Achilles heel, healing, uh, if you will. <laughs> so good stuff there. Yeah, good stuff there. Yeah. I agree with everything you just said. But, Kay, what say you about this Joshua Dobbs situation? Um, it's kind of funny, man, because he he looked he looked bad uh, Sunday. Yeah, or was it Monday? Monday. Yeah. Uh, he looked Monday bad, Monday. man. Um, but you know, as you stated, uh, you know, some of those interceptions wasn't his fault. You know, tip balls and things like that, and the others were, well, at least one of them was a, a little bit of him trying to do too much. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I, I can understand. He riding that high, you know what I'm saying, from Arizona to Minnesota. He's winning games, blah, blah. He just lost the game. So now you want to be the savior. Um, as far as him being yeah. the future, nah. I mean, they said before the game there was a report that, you know, they, they want to bring Kurt back. So um, yeah. I think that's a dumb daughter there, you know what I mean? Dobbs, I mean, you know, he's serving his purpose, man. He's going to fill that role until, you know, uh, Kurt come back. Um, I think he will yeah. start this week. Um, I don't think they're going to do that to him, but uh, he, he looks bad, man. And and him being the future of Minnesota, nah, that, that's not going to happen. Um, but he'll finish the season. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm going to have to slow my roll on that one, too. I was, maybe I was a little premature on that one. But, you know, he looked the part, man. I mean, he came in there, and, I mean, he was having Arizona play, you know, uh, you know, inspired uh, ball as well. He had them, you know, beating Dallas, as I mentioned earlier in the season. Granted, they didn't have the wins that they had, but they were competitive for the most part um, in a lot of those games. So, you know, I guess the Arizona Cardinals felt like it was, you know, it's, you know, let's trade this guy while the stock is high. So, you know, they 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 bought low, so and they sold high. So, and but now the Minnesota Vikings are kind of, you know, buyer's remorse, uh, if you will. But uh, I think he gets one more chance, and let's see what he does here. But yeah, I agree, man. I, we, like you said, yeah, I think this is the reason why he is a journeyman. You're a journeyman uh, for a reason. All right, here, um, E, I want to talk about some uh, coaching changes. And I, I want to start, I guess, you know, it's a, it's an offensive coordinator. Um, I know Frank Reich was let go by the uh, the Panthers, but I want to talk about Matt Canada. And Matt Canada is the offensive coordinator for the, uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he's been there for decades. He's been there as long as – as um as um Mike Tomlin has been there and Pittsburgh Steelers they have a tradition they you know they have a policy of not firing guys or coaches um in season and i think that has gone back to like 1961 if i believe if my memory serves me correctly i'm not that old ladies and gentlemen it's just some of the stuff that i've been reading but they made that change, and Mike Tomlin came out, and he said, listen, why did, you know, reporters were asking him, why did you make this change? Why was this change made at this point? He said, we need points. You know, points means wins. Wins means, you know, you're in business. You're, you, have your, you know, you have your job. So they didn't have a 400-yard game, meaning total offense, in, like, I forget the, the amount of games since 2000. I forget the number, but it's been a while. So as soon as they fire Matt Canada, the next game, they immediately go over 400 yards total in offense. E, what say you about Matt Canada being fired? Do you think that Tom, Mike Tomlin was under the pressure with the Rooney family? What say you about the firing of this? Was it warranted? And do you believe that the 400 yards they had this past Sunday was due to the fact that they, uh, they fired Canada? Well, watching Pittsburgh play this season, it kind of seems like they had stopped playing for this dude, but they were still playing for Tomlin because they were still winning, yeah. winning football games. I don't think Kenny Pickett is that good. So you got a fresh voice in there, and you know, do yeah. uh, all you had to do was call a different game, call a game completely different than what Canada called. I know you a Seinfeld guy, so the new guy who called the play, he pulled a Costanza. Just do the opposite. Every earth thought you ever had in your life up until this point has been completely wrong. So he had the reason that the opposite of that would be completely right. And that's what they did Sunday. And, and he put a Cassandra, 
and and they look better. They got 400 yards in offense. They look better. The guys seem happy. I mean, sometimes you just need a change. Not saying I don't know Canada yeah. personally, so I don't know what type of guy right. he is, type of coach he is. But sometimes when one dude ain't getting it done, it's kind of like in baseball. You got Greg Maddox that will go out there and not have a great game every night. Hey, man, tonight's just not your night. And we got to pull you out yeah. about two and a half, two and a third innings and bring somebody else out right. there. You just need somebody fresh. And I think that's the buzzsaw that Canada ran into. Because, again, Mike Tomlin had the same conversation with him that Sean Payne and Russell Wilson, hey, look, man, it's me and you. And the damn show ain't going to be me. So <laughs> this, right. this, this is yeah. where we are. Yeah, and it's funny you said that. And, 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 Kay, you know, leading up to that, that's where I was going to go to next, E, is that Mike Tomlin, when he was at the podium and asked about that, he made it seem like, listen, I was approached, basically this is all subliminal, I was approached by the Rooney family. I was approached about the, you know, the guys that signed my paycheck, and they said that, listen, we're not scoring enough points. We're not putting up enough yards. We're, you know, we're not winning enough games. So if you want to be here – you got to make a change because Canada's not getting it done. And he came out and said, listen, we're not scoring enough points. I, I, it sounded like he echoed everything, okay, you know, that the Roonies uh, echoed or said to him in the meeting. I know that meeting took place. I don't know exactly what the words were, but we have an idea of what those words were, okay? But what say you about the firing of Matt Canada? Need it, need it, need it. Um, you know, I work with a few uh, Pittsburgh fans, man, and when you got females, and, and no disrespect to any females, no, when you no, got, not at all. When, when, when you got females saying, oh, Matt Canada needs to go, you know, I, it's like, damn, you follow that much, or is that just what you hear? So to put it in perspective, she's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. However, she followed up, Matt Canada needs to go. Like, Ben can't run those plays. I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she's just hearing yeah. the talk. You know what I mean? She's not knowing who's actually on the field. Um, but, you know, that just that just puts it in perspective, man, that, you know, they needed a new face. I mean, to me, they have one of the best wide receivers in the league, but we can't see it. I agree. They ain't getting them the ball. I agree. You know what I mean? Yes, so, preach, brother. And, and, and the running backs that they have, that could be a great dynamic duo um, in the what? league, which is, you know, that's how the league is now. You know what I'm saying? Most of the yeah. they just not running plays for the caliber of players that they have. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. it, it's it's. I don't think it's a, a coincidence that they had 400 yards of offense this past week. Yeah. The tight end, the tight end person that had 120 yards. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, man. I, he needed to go. They needed new face um, and. I'm going to say that I don't think the plays that he was running fit players that he had. So, None. you know, it was, no. it was plays and new face. Yeah. Yeah, great point there, man. And going back to the female talk, ladies and gentlemen, we're not saying that, you know, women don't know football. We know women know football, but it's it's just we're not used to it at this point. Well, at least I'm not used to it. But when you see these – now you see coaches, female coaches on the sideline, 
you got to understand that these, these, you know, females know, even if it's just an average female who's working in the office with you, you know, they pay attention. We got female referees now. I mean, it's just, you know, no disrespect for you women. It's just the total opposite, total respect, you know, first and foremost there. And, and, and we know that, you know, Kay's not doing that at all. But we just want to give, I'm just saying what I'm saying, to give props to the females who do follow, especially my wife, she she understands the game just as well as as, as anyone that you know that I know because maybe because it's me the teacher, but still, nonetheless still understands the game. <laughs> but yeah, I I agree I agree with with everything you said, Kay, because of the fact that it's no coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences and myself, ladies and gentlemen, because soon as Canada goes, they get that 400 yards that they were talking about. And not only that, there was uh, someone broke it down where I, I don't know if it was Dan Olofsky or, or I forget who it was. They just basically, they never ran, the, they never, they ran different plays off of different formations. They never ran just like a four same formation. They never run multiple plays off of the same formation. So basically what they were doing is they were, had a formation and whatever formation they were running, they were in, they were running that same play. So it wasn't like no type of misdirection, no type of deception or anything like that. So whatever you saw, you got. Basically, that's what it is. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see how that goes and see if they can continue to go with it. Because, like you mentioned, Kay, they do have some talent there with with Najee Harris. You know, with Warren in the, in the backfield, with Pickens uh, as well, as far as George Pickens um, as well, and Dante Johnson. I know. Him and uh, and and Micah Par I mean, not Micah Parsons, Makaya uh, Makaya um, um, Fitzgerald. Uh, they know Fitzpatrick. Sorry, uh, Michael Fitzpatrick. Um, they got into it because that's what happens when you lose. You know, you're going to blame the defense is going to blame the offense and vice versa. So hopefully they can get that rectified. If anyone can rectify that and write that shit, it's Mike Tomlin. All right, so good stuff there. All right, where are we at in time? I just want to keep on the time because I want to get into some college football uh, for sure. All right, e, I just want to let this last coaching thing here, man, is uh, that we got you know, Frank Reich real quick here, E. Your thoughts on that? Do you think they should, you know, was it the right time? Is there a reason why they, they fired him after 11 games? And it doesn't look like they're going to get any better or win another game. Um, what's the reasoning behind that? And also, E, um, are we going to see any other coaching changes before the end of uh, of the season, what say you? <clears throat> okay, I'll start with with, with Frank Wright. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't watch him a lot, so I don't really follow Frank Wright. But I did read an article yeah. today where this is the third head coach in five years since the new owner took yeah. over. So I'm thinking it might be a case that he a little trigger happy. I mean, how do you go through three head coaches in five years? I mean, that to me that that. I mean, he he never should have gave. He was the same genius that gave Jeff Saturday the job, right? Not Jeff Saturday, uh, the other one, um, the other commentator. Um, which one? Um, oh, okay. It might not be, but anyway, 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 but you you go can't go through three head coaches in five years and expect to be successful. And the article I read today, he was like, well, I want the next head coach to bury me, to outlive me. Like, he, I want to die before okay. we have to get rid of him. I mean, that, those are pretty lofty goals, seeing as how you, you quick on the trigger to fire somebody. 
again, I don't really follow them. I don't know the problems that they're having over there. But, yeah, yeah you, when, when you go through three and five years, it might not be them. It could be you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the problem there, and, and I'll come to UK, is I just think, and I'm not going to elaborate, I mean, I'll get, get into it too much. I just think they just don't have enough talent, man. I just don't think they have the talent. And I think Bryce Young is, is being made to look at, like, look like, look at as though he was the wrong choice. But, you know, he, you know, everybody's saying that we should have went to C.J. Stroud. But C.J. Stroud probably would have been in the same situation because he just doesn't have the talent around him as the, uh, you know, uh, Bryce Young doesn't have the same talent around him as C.J. Stroud. But, uh, Kay, what say you about this situation? Real, real, real quick, Kay, before you go. Kay, go. Well, it's real, for the people who are saying that, it's real easy to say that now. After you see what yeah. C.J. Stroud can do, and you see what yeah. other year Bryce Young have. Nah, dog, if you want to be a genius, give me that take before they play a game. Don't give, don't wait the 13 yeah. games in and be like, oh, yeah, you're you right about that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go I can't argue with that. Eh? I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, man. Um, I think he, I think I think um, they are a little quick on the trigger. Um, I was just I was talking about this at work with someone, man. I don't, you know, I ain't no big fan of Frank Wright or nothing like that. But hey, did he just get right. the job last year? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, he's had he two right. years there. You know, not even a full two years, and you fired a man with a brand new quarterback. Like I always go back to in these situations anyway. I always go back to with Trey, Troy Aikman and uh, Jimmy was together in Dallas. If I remember correctly, they went one and fifteen, and one, next one year won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So you know that I don't, I don't like it. You know what I mean? He should at least got uh, to finish the season and maybe mid next year or whatever if they not improving. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, quick on the trigger. As far as the talent, I think there's good talent in uh, uh, North Carolina. Not Big time talent, but I think they got decent talent. They got two good running backs. They got Hubbard, um, what is second year, third year back. Um, they got Sanders there mm-hmm. as well, which is a decent back. They got a feel in that wide receiver. Um, I forget who's on the other side, but he's a decent cat too. Uh, remember, they let go DJ Moore um, to get to where they yeah, were. They the yeah, they traded him. Right, you know, um, and they defense, um, they play pretty good too. I mean, they get put in bad situations by the offense, but um, they're pretty decent too. So um, I think it was just a work in progress that uh, Frank Wright didn't get to. Uh, he didn't get to finish making his pie, man. You know, he got the crust in and got some of the ingredients in, but before he put it in the oven, they was like, "Nah, we good. Cut the power." You know, so it's, it, 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 it looks, looks, looks quick on the trigger, man. I don't like it, but you know, it's, it's the NFL, man. It's today's game, and you know, it's what have you done for me lately? Yeah, man, and, and you look at what they did, too. I, I agree with everything you, you both said there, and you look at the deal that they had because, remember, the Bears, uh, you know, they traded um, they traded for uh, D.J. Moore. They got D.J. Moore and four picks in the next three uh, drafts um, in exchange for the number one pick for which, um, you know, Carolina traded up for. And it doesn't look good for, you know, that right now the Bears are looking like they're they're on the up. They got, like, uh, you know, they, they are in like in a, they had the first nine, and 
the first uh, the first round pick and and then and the second went to 61 overall uh in last year's draft they got the first round pick in 2024 and a second round pick in 2025 so right now the the the, uh, the Panthers aren't looking good with this trade right now i don't know what they can do they could possibly do um you know to rectify this man and to to clean it up but they have to do a completely uh, a complete um you know, rehaul or, you know, renovation, if you will. And the first thing they have to do, man, I think that they should do is they should completely start with that offensive line, man, because if they're going to invest in what they've invested in uh, Bryce Young, they have to protect them first and foremost. You mentioned, Kay, a couple of receivers, but Adam Thielen is getting over there. And you really don't really trust that other guy over there just yet. Um, he's in a position that he can he has the potential, but you you got to do a lot of wheeling and dealing. I don't know if they're in a position to do that just yet. So um so we're going to see exactly how that plays out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is let's grab our next break here. Um, when we come back, I just want to preview. Uh, I want to preview tomorrow night's game: Cowboys Seahawks. I want to preview Lions and Saints, 49ers and Eagles. Big game there. Since K is on, I'll preview the, the Tampa Bay, uh, the Buccaneers as well. Do, are they, they? They have a game this week, don't they? Who do they play this week? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the schedule in front of me. Uh, uh, what's uh, that schedule like? Uh, just is it Atlanta? Yeah, it might be. Uh, where are we at here? Week 13, they have they have the Panthers. So, speaking of the Panthers, they should. They have the Panthers at home, so they should be okay. But we'll uh, we'll dive into that, and then we're going to get into we're going to get into college football, ladies and gentlemen, because I have a beef with one of the top four teams in the college football playoffs. K may disagree. E may disagree. And then we also want to talk about the firing of Hugh Jackson from East Scott's alma mater, Grandma State. Um, sure. So we'll definitely got a, a lot more on the plate for you, ladies and gentlemen. So stay tuned. You know what it is. It's Sports Talk with K Walker and East Scott. Never had it so good at sports radio. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you're just joining us, uh, we were talking about the uh, the coaching changes, uh, things of that nature. Uh, we're talking about Joshua Dobbs before the break um, as well. I uh, want to switch gears here. Not switch gears. We'll stay on the NFL talk before we dive into our college football talk. And I want to preview uh, this weekend's, uh, these weekend's games, week, week, week 13, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe that week 13 is amongst us? It's upon us right now. And I want to start with tomorrow night's game, E, Thursday night game. Back-to-back Thursday night games for both of these teams. I um, didn't realize that until, uh, you know, a few days ago. But got the Cowboys um, at home against the uh, the Seahawks. I call them the She-Hawks because I'm a 49ers fan there in our division. So we have, you know, nicknames for, for each of our teams. So uh, our opponents, I should say. But the Cowboys are, are playing. We mentioned them earlier and how they've been playing. E, how do you see this game playing out? The Seahawks are coming off of the uh, the loss against the 49ers on Thanksgiving uh, Day, a night game, and the Cowboys are coming off of that thrashing of the Commanders. How do you see this one playing out? I can only name you about two players in Seattle, um, Metcalf and Geno Smith. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go big-time advantage Cowboys because Michael Parsons is going to have a field day with Geno Smith. Because Geno Smith tends to hold the ball that he should, and that offensive line in Seattle ain't the best. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not the best. And if you put Bland over there on DJ Metcalf, that's going to be an interesting matchup because Bland has showed a propensity for picking up the football. So I'm not saying he can cover Metcalf. I'm just saying if he's on Metcalf, will they target Metcalf as much as, you know, normally that they should? And plus Dallas is at home. I'm going to go big time Dallas in this one to to pull a special K. I'm going to give a score. I'm going to go 47 to 10. Because Dallas like to put up oh, wow. on inferior teams. So, yeah, Fact. that's where I am with this one. Okay, good. All right, good gracious. 41, okay. I guess the Seahawks. 47. Wow. Yeah. 47. Yeah. 47. Yeah. Good gracious. All right, Kay, well, what say you about this? I mean, uh, are, is, is, is E disrespecting, totally disrespecting the Seahawks, or is he right on point with this in your opinion? I think he disrespecting the Seahawks, man. He disrespecting the Seahawks, man. Come on, man. Give Gino some credit, man. Jeez, uh, I, I, I give, got, I give so, more credit to Michael Parsons. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think they're going to play away from him. Uh, you know, um, old coach over there in Seattle, he's pretty smart now. He's pretty smart. He got Gino looking like a, 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 a quality top 15 in the league quarterback. So, um, it, you know, with Leggett and, and, and DK over there, and they throw to the tight end. I can't remember his name right now, but um, they throw to the tight end pretty good too, man. I think they're going to spread the ball around and uh, get in, get at Dallas. Now, Dallas is home, so I'm going to give Dallas the edge in this. But um, I think their defense is going to play tough. Um, they got their linebacker back, Wagner. From LA, right. um, yeah. they got they got Adams back there at safety. He's healthy. Um, they got two decent corners. They're young, but they're decent. Um, so yeah, man, it's gonna be a tough game. It's not gonna be easy for Dallas, but they're home. So I'm gonna give the edge to Dallas, but I'm going low, man. I'm I'm going low. Uh, 21-17 Dallas at home. Okay, I can't believe I just, just said like- that. 
just like earlier, you said you were talking to a girl at work, and she didn't know Ben wasn't still out there. Are you aware that the Legion of Boom is no longer in Seattle? I mean, I'm just checking. Hey, it ain't the Legion of Boom. Thomas not back there no more. Right. It, it ain't the Legion of Boom, but they got a nice grenade. You know what I mean? So, okay. um, no cab, no cab Chancellor. You know, they, they none of them back there. I just, you know, make sure you Adam, Adam's back there. Yeah, they got your mall. They got your mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam's right there. Don't, don't come that, on now. They will that come up. Do. <laughs> that will. So who gonna win the CD Lamb? Cause I'm gonna Who gonna win the battle between him and Lamb? So we gonna do. We gonna we gonna play. We gonna play defense by committee. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna leave it up to one man and try to stop him. You know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna scheme. You know what I'm saying? Like the coach is okay. a defensive coach. So, you know, we're going to make sure to see somebody else going to have to beat us. I say them. Hear my position. C.D. Lamb, Lamb, between 8 and 11 catches, over 150 yards, at least two touchdowns. You heard it here first. (laughs) I don't see that. He may get 100, though, because he's going to get the ball a lot. I can't argue with, with, with either side, but I, I am going to say one thing. Okay, uh, uh, you you were saying we, well, conviction, like you, we, but you were just uh, saying we, like. Got in, I got into the moment, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> got, got you, the moment. you got you got you got caught up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so he believes that. That means he believes in his prediction. That's what he's saying, ladies and gentlemen. He believes in it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like got, that. Got a little caught up. Yeah, all good. It's all good. Yeah, you know what? Um, this is going to be an interesting game for me too, man. I mean, I can see both sides. I can't see the Cowboys blowing them out, I, and because and you're right about the Cowboys, you know, beating inferior teams. But I don't think the Seahawks is in, as is as inferior as those other teams that we mentioned, the Commanders, um, the Jets, the Giants, those you know those type teams. Um, but I, I think you're going to see a, a Seahawks team come in there, and and they're going to fight. I mean, I, I don't. I, I'm going to take the Cowboys. So don't get me wrong. I'm taking the Cowboys in this, but I think they're going to earn it. Uh, they, the Seahawks are going to make them earn uh, this victory. And if the Cowboys take them too lightly, if they come in there with that mentality that you kind of have right now, e, that, you know, they may be walking out of there with, with you know with an L, or the Seahawks may be flying out of there. With a W, I, I should say, but um, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see for sure. But I'm taking the Cowboys. If the Cowboys come and play and they take this game seriously, um, then uh, you know that taking them like they're well, maybe they shouldn't take them seriously because they generally, you know, they 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 perform better because <laughs> if they come in there and treat them like they're uh, you know a, a good team, they might walk out there with an L. But nonetheless, I still see the Cowboys winning this game. I, I'll and I don't. Uh, I'll give a score of like twenty six to. I'll give like twenty six thirteen. I I think I think that's what we're looking at twenty six thirteen, uh, for sure. I'm not sure what the line is on here, but if whatever the Cowboys are favored by, I'll take that. But don't hold me to that, ladies and gentlemen. I, I stink at uh I stink at betting. So um, with that being said, all right, next game here, E. I, I want to um talk about a, another good one that we have lined up uh, for Sunday, and that's the Lions going into uh, going into New Orleans Saints, going into uh, the Saints. Man, this is a game that the Saints 
really need because the Falcons right now, the Falcons are at the Jets. We know speculations that Aaron Rodgers may be back, blah, 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 blah. But nonetheless, the Falcons are going into a game that they should win. So and it puts a lot of pressure on the Saints against a team that's coming off of a devastating loss, meaning the Lions, and they want to be in the top echelon of the NFC. Um, you know what, E? Hold on to that, E. I'm going to come to you last because it's your team. Okay, what say you about this about this game? Lions going into the uh, the Saints. It's a 1 p.m. game. Um, let me see. Latimer's out. Cars trash. Yeah, I got uh, I got I got Lions 34. 14, unless they play my boy James. Wait, no, let me back that up. Alave hurt too? Yeah, yeah, I got Lions. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you know what? Looking at this game, man, I I want to take the Saints, man, because, like I said, I am a, a, I like the Saints, man. I, I like the Saints. You mentioned Alave may not be out. He may still be in concussion protocol. I don't know where he's at there. Got to look into that. If he's not able to go, then you don't know what you're going to get with Derek Carr. Ah, this is going to be a yes, tough one, man. In the you know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And none of yeah. it's good. And, right. that's, and that's the sad part about it. Yeah, and that's the sad part about it because I did believe in him, man. I, I would try to hold on to what I talked about him in the beginning of the season because I was high on Derek Carr signing with the Saints. But, you know, he can't seem to stay healthy. Um, yeah, yeah, it hurts me to go against you, brother, but I'm going to take the Lions in this one, man. I, unless we see, in my opinion, I think they should start Jameis Winston. And then if they if they haven't announced it yet, that means they're going to go with Derek Carr, and we're going to see a lot of Taysom Hill as well. So I'm going to take the Lions. I don't I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any stretch. Um, they're at home, so they're going to they're going to be in the Saints. Uh, so they're going to. Go down to the wire. So I'm going to say this is going to be a a, a twenty twenty six uh, a twenty six game here. Um, Lions win this one. E, but your thoughts and opinions on your Saints uh, going to, you know going against the Lions. Take as much time as you need, bro. Okay, I'm going to express my opinion in two ways. One, mm-hmm. as a non biased objective broadcaster, and secondly, <laughs> as a Saints fan. Okay. Amazingly, All they're right. going to sound really similar. Um, <laughs> as a non-objective broadcaster, the line's going to beat the brakes off the state. Like Kate said, Lattimore out, Olave out, Rasheed out, Derek Carr going to call. Even if Jameis come in, Jameis going to give you about three brilliant plays, probably three touchdowns. Then he's going to turn around and throw it to the other team three straight times. So that's going to happen. Um, the same, I, I, I forget. AK-41 could have been suspended for the whole season because we're not using him properly. He had yeah, had, I, had my son, I had my son looking up Sunday. AK-41 hadn't had 100-yard rushing this season. Let me repeat that. AK-41 yeah. has not rushed for 100 yards this season. Come on, man. You're not going to win football games like that. Now, he's got as a Saints fan. Uh, yeah, man, I think we're going to take an L on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think Detroit going to beat the brakes off of us. We got, a lot, we got a lot of players out. AK-41 not playing well. Carl going to call. Hill going to heal. And Jameis going to Jameis. 
So, yeah, so, as a broadcaster and as a fan, th- th- that's where I am with this game Sunday. Stand up like a lady on the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick with it, man. We stick with it. We 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 seen bigger upsets, man. We seen bigger upsets. Believe, believe. All right, all right. Next game here, man. Last game, uh, you know, of the of the week, and that's probably the biggest game of the week. Maybe maybe the biggest game of the year up until this point. But um, we got the uh, we got no. I'm gonna come to you second, because uh, no, I'll come to you first. Yeah, I'll come to you first. We got the 49ers um going into uh, Philadelphia. This is a rematch of, well, somewhat of a rematch of the NFC uh, Championship last year where the 49ers feel like it's a redemption game. Eagles are saying, you know, there's a lot of trash talking. Eagles are saying the 49ers are crying after the game. We got blah, 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 what have you, because they didn't have the quarterback, so forth and so on. A lot of talk between Debo and Bradbury, Debo and A.J. Brown, Debo and, uh, and uh, Hassan Reddick. Who, uh, who ultimately put uh, Brock Purdy out of the game. But this is going to be a good one. I mean, e, this is, you know, 49ers a favorite. Um, a lot of people are questioning that. Scoring is it to Philly. Hostile environment. 49ers are traveling from West Coast to East Coast. It's a four, 425 game. The weather doesn't look like it's going to be uh, the prettiest of them all. But with all that being said, e, what say you about this game? <clears throat> I, I think I'm going to go with Philly in this one only because, like we talked about at the top of the show, Philly are not winning impressive football games. They're the team, they're like a net. As long as you let them stick around, they find a way to win. Now, I do think San Francisco is going to be on a vengeance. I'm only giving the edge to Philly because Philly is at home. Now, if San Francisco comes out and goes up maybe two scores, then I think they got a better shot. But if it's close at the end, I don't know. It's just something about this Philly team. They find ways to win. I think currently right now Philly is the best team in football. I mean, I got San Francisco a close second, but if this game was in San Francisco, I'd go the other way. I'd go San Francisco. So I'm only going with Philly because they are at home, and they seem to be playing well at home. And like I said, they find ways to win. All right, good stuff, good stuff. Okay, what say you about this? Um, I, I agree with E, except the outcome. Um, I think uh, San Francisco is going to win this game. Um, I think, you know, the whole vengeance factor is going to be huge in this game. Um, yeah, I know you, you know you're going to want to talk about this for a little while, but yeah. I, <laughs> I, uh, no, I ain't going to say too much. Uh, I think Philly's been sneaking by, but. Like he said, man, for whatever reason, if you don't, if you don't, you can punch them in the mouth. You might knock them down a couple times in the early rounds. Um, but if you don't knock them out, they keep coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you got to, you got to, you got to keep your foot on the gas because Buffalo should have yeah. lost that game the other night. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, and that's been what, two, three times this year, Philly's been in games like that where they've had to come back. You know what I mean? So, I think they just be squeaking by, but I think they squeak by because teams come off the gas. And then when they realize, they oh, they still playing. Oh, no, you can't turn it back up. You know what I mean? And football, yeah. once you lay down, man, it's over. It's hard to get back up to that level it, during the game. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I got I got in San Francisco going to be on a vengeance. I got San Francisco beating Philly in Philly 34-31. 
Uh, definitely like the score and the outcome there, man. Um, yeah, I you know. I, yeah, believe it or not, I'm not going to stay too much on it because I definitely want to get into some college football, man. You, 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 you guys know how I feel about my 49ers. I'm never going to go against them. It's a game that you know that you know the the 49ers want revenge or it's a redemption game, whatever you want to label it as. I think the 49ers going to this game, whether it's going to be, it's going to be crucial here because the 49ers can can run the ball. You know they can they can run the ball with with Debo. They can run the ball with Christian McCaffrey. You know as long as those guys are healthy, as long as these these guys still have healthy, mean the 49ers. And they don't turn the ball over, you know, um, and, and the refs allow both teams to play equally. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sounding like a fan right now because I do think that the, the, the Eagles get uh, the majority of the calls and, and, and a lot of Eagle fans who are listening are probably going to say, yeah, you're just saying that because you're a 49er fan. Now nah, I'm saying that because I'm a football fan and, and I see it as is. Or maybe you can call me an Eagles hater. Yeah, I'm an Eagles hater at the same time. But, um, the, you know, if you looked at that game and, 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 and against the Bills, they got away with, that horse collar play against uh, against Josh Allen um, didn't get called, and then they turned around. On top of that, they added insult to injury by calling um, uh, intentional grounding on Josh Allen. On top of that, so you know a lot of it plays into that. But you got to play mistake-free football against the uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles. The 49ers have shown they can do that. Also, the 49ers have also also shown that they can turn the ball over. And when we've seen that in any game against the Philly, uh, the Philly, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, that um, one mistake can be that ball game. We've seen in the Bills in that game on, on uh, Sunday that 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 uh, miscommunication between Josh Allen and Gabe Davis that could have ended the game was the difference in the game. You know, you allowed the I mean, you allowed the Eagles to stay in that game. And if you continue to to mention, uh, you continue to allow them to stay in the game. I think he mentioned it that um, if you go up a couple of scores against, I, I think it's going to be hard for the for the Eagles to uh, to win this game if the 49ers are able to get up by a couple of scores. I think that defense is fiery there. I think they're ready to go. They're locked in. I think we're going to see a, a, a true fight, man. You're going to because you got two of the top teams right now, probably arguably be one, two, and you can put them in any order that you want to put them in. But I'm going with my 49ers, man. I think this is going to be a, a really good game, man. I think it's going to come down to it. Um, I'll give the 49ers the edge, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I'm a little skeptical because the way the Eagles are playing and and the way the the the, the refs have been calling games for the Eagles, man, as well. So as long as the 49ers come and they stay healthy, no one goes out injured, and they don't turn the ball over, I like the 49ers. I do think they're the best, the better team here. So I'll go to 49ers in a close one, 27-23 uh, in, in this game uh, for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, good stuff there. All right, let's uh, switch gears here, E, and it's time for uh, some college football. I know we're going over a little bit, but it's just me and Kay right now, so hopefully we can get into it without going over too much. But – I wanted to talk about the Ohio State-Michigan game, but let's forego that, E, and let's talk about the college top four right now. And the top four right now in order, and it came out last night, ladies and gentlemen, is we have Georgia at number uh, at number one. We have Washington uh, at number two. You have Michigan at number three. And then you have FSU, a.k.a. Florida State University, at number four. 
I say that with, with conviction, ladies and gentlemen, because it, it makes me mad. Because there's no way in the world without Travis Jordan, with Jordan Travis, they're the top top four team in the country. Absolutely no way. But, Eve, give me your thoughts and opinions on this top four. Do you agree with it or disagree with it? See, I disagree with it, and I think Florida State should be four because we talked about this last week. I'm not for penalizing the kids because the quarterback goes down. Again, if Drew Bledsoe never gets hurt, we don't know about Tom Brady. So this kid is coming in. We don't know what he's capable of, and I don't. I think it would be unfair to penalize Florida State by taking them out because they haven't lost a game. More than likely, they're going to win the ACC um, championship against Louisville. They're undefeated. I don't see you putting a one-loss team ahead of them just simply because they are dropping them out of the top four simply because their quarterback went down. Now, if they lose to Louisville, okay, yeah, I can see that. And then, okay, you might want to point out, well, Florida played them tough. I could possibly even see that. But I don't think that there's a compelling argument to drop them out. You know how they say when there's a call on the field, there has to be undisputable evidence to overturn it? I think that's where Florida State is. They've been in the top four all year. Yes, they've lost their quarterback, but they haven't wavered since losing their quarterback. And so the test for them is going to be on Saturday in the ACC championship game. If if they lose to Louisville, the thing, it, everything writes itself. But if they win that game, they do deserve to be in the top four because, again, I'm not for punishing these kids because they lose one player. That's completely out of their control. They've held serve. They beat every team that you put in front of them. I mean, last year we put TCU in the top four, and they got and what the happened there? Loop, and they got the absolute exactly my point. My point. <laughs> okay. That's where I was going with it. But, but but I'm just saying though they got their shot. I think Florida State deserves the same shot that TCU got because. Nice. But to your point, I can see that TCU had no business being there last year. So if that's the point you're making, I can't argue that. <laughs> I'm going there, but can't what, what say you care well, about that? Can't can big time Florida State fans though. So, yeah, yeah. He, he, okay. He's Yo, no, I want to. I got to hear yours. Yeah, okay, I got ahead. it. Yeah, so okay. I mean, hey, yeah, taking us out the top four would be ludicrous. First of all, let's get the dynamics right. Um, there's a power five, right? And they said, uh, you know, certain spots of the power five are, are pretty much guaranteed a spot, right? We're undefeated. We beat everybody they put in front of us. No matter what you want to say about them, this, that, and the third, the teams that we played, we beat them. You know. I mean, the game where Jordan Travis went down, we was down 14 nothing. We rolled off 55 straight after that. You know what I mean? Yes, it was an FCS team, um, but they came in with some trick plays and ready to play. You know, some FCS team uh, played, you know, uh, 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 they, they played the top, top-tier top teams uh, a little better than, than, than supposed on some, some night. We're Florida State. We're going to get everybody's best. You know what I mean? Even on our down years, we're going to get everybody's best. We got that team's best that night. We lost our quarterback, but like I say, we rolled out 55 straight to win the game. Now, as far as Florida goes, they have people could say, oh, yeah, they played us tough this, that, and the third. But you got to remember, these kids know each other. You know what I mean? This was a rivalry game. It's almost like Auburn, Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get a tough game. I don't care. Uh, excuse me. You're going you're gonna to get a tough game and robbery game. You know what I mean? It's just, that's just what's going to happen. 
you know. Um, but what we do, we prevail, you know what I mean, with the backup quarterback, running game guy going, versus was just eating on that, on that, on that right side. So, you know, we, we did what we were supposed to do. Now, we got Louisville coming up this week. Um, they scared me a little bit because they took a little loss. So they're going to come in motivated. Again, it's us. It's Florida State. So that's that's another motivation. That's not something else on the bulletin board. However, they are very weak against the run. And what do we do? Run the ball. You know what I mean? So I see us beating the brakes off of them again and taking our rightful place in the top four. Um, I think once it's all said and done, we'll be number two, to be honest with you, because uh, I see some teams going down up there. So. But we'll see. Um, but, yeah, uh, Florida State in the top four. And uh, go and write that national championship on the wall because we're going to get that. All right, man. All right, see, now that's what I'm saying, man. You know what? Unfortunately, you know, um, you know, we can't test her, you know, the callers calling in for, uh, you know, uh, stuff, stuff for, um, you know, PEDs <laughs> or anything like that, man. But, you know, I, 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 you know, I got your point up, up to that last thing, that number two in national championship. Come on, man. I, I, you know, you're not going to tell me that a, a Travis Jordan-less Florida State team. And you know what? Let's just throw Travis Jordan in the mix. Let's throw him in the mix. There's no way you're going to tell me that they're better than Oregon. Are you going to tell me that they're better than Oregon? Honestly. Hey, are you going to tell me they're better than Oregon on paper? Seeing what Oregon I has mean, done up until this point? I mean, nah, but, okay. Come on. I mean, I, I, Ohio I, State, I Texas, do, Alabama. But well, all those are one loss teams. So, yeah, they better than them. Just by, no, mean, no, they, no. They have but, 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 I te- but the eye test, though, does the eye test tell you that Florida State, when you put them, if you put Florida State up against any of those teams that I just mentioned, you would take Florida State over any of those teams? I'll, ta- I'll take Florida State over Texas, yes. I would. I would not take them over Ohio State, and I might not take them over Oregon. But, again, my whole thing is, like I said, they, you, you can't penalize them because their quarterback went down. I mean, they just, but, hey, that, it, it, you know. You have to, though. Why? But you have but, to because, because they're not as good. Because they're not as good. They get penalized when their quarterback went down? When? What the cat name was, the big dude, big black, uh, he's black quarterback, left-handed. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, but it was with, uh, with Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer convinced him to come back. Uh, when they was looking at him oh, in the first round. Yeah, I'm talking about – no, I'm not talking about – I'm talking about this season. I'm talking about this season right now. There's no way you're going to tell me that Florida State without Jordan, Trav- without, uh, Jordan Travis is better than Oregon. Are you going to put him up against Oregon? You put him up against Ohio State? Even Texas, I wouldn't put him up against anything. Look, look at the way – I know what you said, okay, as far as them knowing each other. But that, do they really know each other? Do they really know yeah. one another as far as players because of the fact that it matters? I mean, a lot of transfers, a lot of protocol, I mean, a lot of uh, transfer portal goes and go into play. But it's let's just say, let's just, let's just, okay, all right. So with that being said, you know, look at their, their, their body of work. Look at their body. Look at their resume. If the committee looks at the resume, it doesn't favor Florida State. Their resume is horrible because look at the ACC. Other than Louisville, there's no one ranked. There's no one you're going to sit there and give real consideration to um, in, in, in the playoff hunt or in, even in the rankings, let alone the playoff rankings. And then you look at the eye test. You can't tell me. 
honestly, that Florida State can play with any of the three teams that are ahead of them. Can't tell me that they're better than Oregon, and you can't tell me that they're better than Ohio State without Travis Jordan. Even with Travis Jordan, you can't make an argument there. I get it. They're 12-0. and 0. I get it. And they play who, you, who they're scheduled to play. But the eye test tells me, tells me that they should not be in the top eight, let alone the top four. Who it's, has Oregon? Not. Who has Oregon? Oregon has beaten everyone in the, in the Pac-12. The same people that, that that Washington has played, and they've blown every single team that they played that they that they beat out. They've blown they them out, out in a stronger conference. They no, they and didn't blow out. They didn't yeah, blow they, out no, they lost. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, they lost to Washington by three. And where is Washington at right now? They're number three. And who plays in the Pac-12 championship? Right. Only because, because they're undefeated, undefeated and they have a high Right. Team. And now Oregon – right. Florida, Florida State will beat who Washington. Who doesn't? Who doesn't have no defense? Washington ain't got no defense. Oh, you Every team they play with. Who has Jay. not put points up against Washington? Whoa. Utah has not tell me Oregon State has points up against them. Who? I just told you. Utah. They shut Utah out in the second half. Utah. Utah ain't got no offense. Oh my God! Tell me about it. Okay. 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 They do. Okay. They do. Really? And look at Oregon State. What did Utah put up against Colorado? Colorado team that the whole nation knows has no defense, no front line. Colorado, okay. Right, that's Colorado. Okay, so, look, okay. Uh, so ask me this then: Is Utah better than Stanford? All right. Well, now we're going you, way back. We're going backwards. We're going. I'm getting to the point. No, right? no, no, Utah, no. You, Utah's better than Stanford. So what right? is Stanford? Okay. So why could Utah not put up? More than what was twenty three points or whatever, uh, whatever it had, it, it wasn't a lot, you know. And they won the game by what six points? Because the spread, mm-hmm. the spread was forty three. I almost bet on it because it was forty three. Uh, they had forty three points. The spread was forty six. Uh, the over under, I'm sorry, the over under was forty three and a half. At six minutes to go, it was forty three points already. That's between both teams. You know, why couldn't Utah put up more points against Colorado if they were so much better? So that's the only team Washington stopped. That's not telling me nothing. No, why? Utah, no, no, Washington, Utah Washington, is not known uh, for their offense. They're known for their defense. Okay, well, then, 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 then Washington is supposed to do that if they have a good defense. They're supposed to shut out a Utah team in the second half, which they did, and they went out okay. and, and blew them out. They You're did correct. That's exactly what they did. So that's but what every other team do. put up points against them. Right, but I'm saying, but they didn't give up points, though. But they gave up points, though. Washington didn't give up points against Utah. Not Utah. You're correct. I give you that. But what about the yeah. other 10 teams they played? No, no, I'm not talking about the other 10 teams. I'm talking about Washington. Because I'm, I'm, my point is, what I'm, the point I'm trying to make I, that. I, no, that's what I'm saying. Washington, Washington, the other 10 teams they played put up points against them. So why no, would it they be didn't. State no, no, the Washington what? State. No, Washington State only gave up. They only gave up twenty-one points against Washington. Uh, Washington State and Washington State. Uh, they score points out of the out of the out of and the. They, and they had point. to have a last-second field goal to win that game. Okay, you're going to go through teams like that. You're, no, I'm not saying that they won the game though. They won the game and they held them. That was a defensive game right there. So it shows you that Washington play right? defense. Because it was too. a rivalry but game, was, right? Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't was a 40. 
54 to 53 type game. It was a low scoring game because Washington plays defense. Is my point. No. But I'm man. going go, Yeah, they do. They they're they're the most underrated defensive team in the country in my opinion. And you're going to see Friday night. You're going to Friday night you're going to the over right 20 points a game. You said What's 21. You said 220. I don't have the average in front of me, but I can go to their I can go to their uh their schedule right now, and let me just see here. All right, um, just to some of the big name teams, I'm not going to name the Boise State. They put up 56. They gave they only gave up 19. Tulsa they only gave up 10. Michigan State they only gave up seven. California they gave up 32. Arizona they gave up 24. Oregon gave up 33, and that's uh, and it was eight, ranked eighth at the time. Uh, Arizona State they only gave up seven points. Um, Stanford, uh, they gave up 33 in Stanford. That's the argument there. Uh, UCF, uh, uh, Southern Cal, 42. Utah, they gave up 28, but they didn't they they didn't score in the second half of that game. They didn't score. Utah didn't score in the second half of that game. And then they played. Uh, then they played uh, Oregon State, who's right there in the hunt. They only gave up 20 points to Oregon State. And then last week, Washington State, they only gave up 21. So that shows to me, right, and you're talking about the Pac-12. The Pac-12 puts up points, man. They're known to put up points. They're not known for their defense. Washington they plays defense. They ain't known for defense. winning national titles either. I, I beg to differ, but, you know, but this is why we're arguing this. This is why we're wait, 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 What's the last national title to come out of the Pac-12? Uh, when was it? Like 2007, 2008? Yeah, but are we arguing the reputation of the of the league, or are we arguing this year's standings? This is what I'm well, ranking. It, it's it's, it's a debating. little bit of reputation. I give you that. It is a little bit of reputation, mm-hmm. but I just don't, you know, I've watched three games of Washington, the Colorado game, the, the Oregon game, and the Oregon State game, and I just don't. Um, you know, we're comparing them to Florida State right now. I don't think they're better than Florida State. Wow, man. Um, that's tough, man. That, that's tough. I am, and, and I, I, don't, I hope they're not to see Florida State in it because I, I just think like like E mentioned earlier, which I was going to throw into my uh, my argument as well. The ingredients of my argument is that um, you the TCU. Look what we see TCU last year, and they just got the brakes blown off of them. You can't tell me that you're not going to see the same outcome with, if they play if they play for, uh, Georgia. But TCU got the brakes blown off them in the national game. They had to win a game to get there. Right, but in, in this case right now, if, 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 the, if the playoffs hold true right now, Florida State would play Georgia in the first round. You mean to tell me Georgia belongs? I mean, Florida State belongs in the same field as Georgia? Without Georgia? Hey, man, Georgia, Georgia hey, 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 it's Kingston oh, that on the two. Come on, it's Kay, that you, on you know two. football, Kay. Kay, you know. You're right, I do. I know you're it's a fan. That on hey, the I, know, I know, but you, you're a fan. You're speaking more of a fan, though. But let's be realistic, man. Florida State does not belong in the same field in the in, in a playoff uh, uh, atmosphere as Georgia. We'll see. Without Georgia, we'll we will see if he holds up. We'll we will see. see. And everyone's we'll going to say the same thing. thing now. Well, I think you're underestimating is our defense. You you haven't said nothing about our defense. You haven't said nothing right. about people scoring on us. Right. Or so you're no, underestimating our defense. Yeah. 
but if your offense can't do anything, that means your defense is going to be on the field for a long time. They're going to get tired. Then ultimately, Georgia's going to take advantage of that. We've seen this movie before. We've seen it. We've seen it last we'll see. year. We'll we, see. I know we will. Hopefully, we don't. We'll see. <laughs> in my opinion, we'll in, see. In my, hopefully, we don't, to be honest with you. I do not but again, I don't think we stay four. I don't think we stay four. I think Georgia's going to take a loss this Saturday. All right, so Georgia's not staying out of – Georgia's not dropping out of the top four, though. They'll drop, they'll drop from one. They'll drop from one. Michigan will probably if – if, if, if that holds true, then Michigan and will Oregon, go to one. If Oregon beats Washington and Alabama beats uh, Georgia, which I think is going to happen, it's going to be a mess because now they're going to be arguing about should Alabama be in or should Texas be in. But I think the way Ohio State, out, Ohio State should be in. Ohio State should be in. They're sitting right there at six. Your boy, mm. who is it, Paul? Is it Paul Feinbaum? Your Paul mm-hmm. Feinbaum said if Alabama beats Georgia, the SEC will miss the playoffs for the first time since this format was com- um, put together. That was his prediction. I could see that happening because Texas, Texas beat Alabama. If Texas win, how can you put Alabama over Texas? So I can, well, I can you see can, that. Well, how do you, yeah, but well, how, how can you put Georgia out of the top four, though, when they're number one? Because you're losing to a number seven. But that shouldn't matter, though. You should just, you're not going to drop, you're not going to drop five spots, though, or four spots. It should still be in the hunt of things. Or maybe, maybe know, it's man. the way I, that they I, went. Yeah, I don't. I, think, I don't. Yeah, first of yeah, all, I don't think Georgia. It. I don't think Georgia losing to Alabama. But I, I get the argument. For argument's sake, Georgia's not. Uh, if Alabama beats Georgia, I think Georgia still falls into the top four. And if I Georgia falls into that, if that I'm, happens, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to deny. I can see it happening, but I don't think that will happen. I mean, I think what he say finding ball was saying will happen. Because uh, again, you can't bump Alabama over Texas, so that's a wash. Um, no. And if Alabama wins concisively over Georgia, how do you keep them in the four? Well, it depends. Like I said, it depends on how they lose. If they do lose to Georgia, if Georgia mm-hmm. does lose, it depends on how they lose. But do you really think Alabama is going to blow out Georgia? I mean, anything's talked about. No, I understand that, but I understand that. But let's. <laughs> All right, no, 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 so no, no. I, I guess, I'm just, yeah, I'm I, just I guess, saying the motivation yeah. factor, which y'all don't believe in, or what, or he doesn't believe, but I think that's going to play big into this game. I think, you know, uh, Saban's well, going to give well, this Ala- team. Yeah, but Alabama shouldn't have won the game that they won last uh, last. Uh, well, I don't say should Against Auburn? Alabama. Yeah, Auburn, I, I agree uh, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arbon should have gotten that. But listen, now you know I can go on on this, but let's 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 get into East Sky segment, man. I, I could dive into it. We could talk about this. And no, I should have started this earlier. I wanted to because I knew how passionate I was going to be about it. I knew how passionate you were going to be about it, Kay, because your Florida uh, State uh, Seminoles are in the mix. Um, but we'll definitely dive in. We'll put more time into it next week uh, for sure. Um, I, I promise you guys that. Um, but let's get into East Side segment. If we do have a little bit of time, and maybe we can revisit, but possibly, I don't know, I'm not quite sure. But let's dive into East Scott's uh, entertainment segment. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a first-time listener, stay on your toes. If you're a long-time listener, you already know. It's that time. East Scott, take it away. East Scott's entertainment segment is brought to you by 
Vintage Labs, Vintage Labs uh, Collections, all right? Vintage Labs Collections, ladies and gentlemen, is bringing the best patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. To schedule a consultation with a pharmacist, please visit Vintage Labs Collection at VintageLabsCollections.com. Again, that's VintageLabsCollections.com. Uh, <laughs> how you do that death? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that death? Let me get a face, Charles. How you do that death? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that death? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that death? Who that? They want to do that. Run Hey, what up, guys? Uh, I said we press the time, so we're going to jump right up. To it. I dialed up an easy one tonight, so I'm expecting high scores. I think this is a category that both of y'all can, you know, get down with. Uh, Special K, right. you won last time you and K walk went head to head, so brother, we're going to start with you. The, the uh, groups basically from the 90s. Name that artist. I'm going to give you three songs, and you give me the name of the group. It's all popular songs. It's all popular groups that you know of. So, Spencer K, let's start with three daily doubles. Uh, we got quick, 21 quick on the board, Spencer K. Go ahead. Quick question. All groups? No solo artists? Yeah. All yeah, good question. Good question. Spencer K, we're going to start with you. Go ahead. One, 13, number 13. Bye, bye, bye. Tearing up my heart. This oh, I that is correct. Oh, I'm board. scared of that. <laughs> this brother answered that too quick. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, give me number. Uh, give me number one. Number one, Feeling forever, my lady. Come and talk to me. All right, all right. That's Jody. See, final answer. That is correct. See, I think we're gonna have a high score one here. With the daily doubles gonna make or break you. Uh, yeah, let's yeah, see. 14. Special K. 14, 14, 14. I want it that way. Everybody, that way. tell me why. That's the other group. Um, I can't. God, uh, that's the other boy band. Um, uh, and then there was a uh, uh, guy. I can't call the name, man. I know who it is, but I can't call it, so I'm going to go Amway soon. Find out. <laughs> Can't walk. Do you know? Yeah, that's the Backstreet Boys. Final answer. <laughs> that is yeah. Backstreet. Backstreet Boys is the correct answer. Uh, Can't walk. Where are you? All right. Give me number 21. <laughs> 21, 21. Ready or not, Sarah Smile. Gonna get, gonna love you right. Ready or not, there a smile. Gonna love you right. Ready or not, the only thing I can think of is the, the Fugees. Final answer. Unfortunately, incorrect. Such a case. Ready or Final not. Answer. Unfortunately, not. That was after seven. Nah. Okay. Let's, oh, let's okay. Keep oh, I was on the right track, right, though. <laughs> let's, let's keep this train rolling. Uh, Special K, where are you? 16. Uh, number 16. Pretty brown eyes. You send me swinging, oh. breaking my heart. 
Tony Tone Tone. Find an answer. No. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, be- I believe it was, I think it was H-Town, final answer. No, that's wrong, too. The correct answer oh. is Mick and Disha. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Break your mind. Yeah. That's Mick and Disha. Dang, uh, dang. K-Watt, where are you? All right, give me number 20. Dang. Number 20, number 20. It never rains in Southern California. Yeah. Hey, little Walker. <laughs> yeah. Lay, lay your hand on my pillow. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate you, Kay. I'll go with Tony, Tony Tone. <laughs> that is correct. That's uh, okay. Where are you? 15. Number 15. Daily Double. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, Spencer K has five. K Walk has fifteen. Spencer oh, Here's your clue. Baby, I'm yours. If I ever fall in love again, comfort her. Ooh. Shy. Final answer. That is correct. Yeah, that is that is correct answer. So he has, he has ten. He has ten or fifteen. I'm sorry. He has fifteen now because he went all. He went into the whole ten. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's a tie game right now. Okay. Cool. All right. Give me number. Where am I? Four. <clears throat> number four. No scrubs. Red light special. <laughs> creep. All right. That's my that's my crew. TLC. Final answer. <laughs> TLC is the correct answer. Uh, so okay. Where are you? Seventeen. Number oh yeah, seventeen. Let's get married. Promise. Walked out of heaven. Oh, oh you don't know this. Jagged edge. Final answer. Ah, that is that that is that is the correct answer. That's <laughs> our crew. All right, uh, give me number. Yeah, give me number. Where am I at? Right, give me number seven. Number, sorry, number seven. Number seven. Never make a promise. These are the times in my bed. Ah. Oh. oh man. No, that's not. That's not a group. Um. Oh, oh, oh. That's the uh, platinum head guy. Um, Drew Hill. Final answer. That's the Drew. Drew Hill is correct. Also would have accepted Cisco Nim. Would have would have been an okay. acceptable answer. But All yeah. Right. Uh, Drew Hill is the correct answer. Uh, so okay. Eighteen. Number what is eighteen? I adore me or more. I wanna sex you up. All for love. Oh. What was the name of that crew? Oh yeah, I know it. Mick and Bishop's on there. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. K Walk. Yeah. Yeah, color me bad. Oh, yeah, color me bad. God, dog. Color me bad is the correct answer. K Walk, where are you? Yeah, that's that uh, New Jack City uh, soundtrack there. Um, give me number eight. <laughs> number, number eight. Poison. When will I see you smile again? Come on, man. Where's the, where, where's the mother? That's it. BBD, a.k.a. Bell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you know. 
<laughs> Yo, slick. It's driving me out of my mind. Here we go. Let's go. Hey, you, you gonna come 19. back with his daily double? You gonna get his daily double? I know it. Yeah. Uh, wake me up before you go go. Careless with oh. freedom. Oh, you don't know this one. Wow, final answer. Oh, God. that is oh, that is okay. that is correct. Also, would have accepted. Would have accepted George, George Michael, Michael Nev. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, that is correct. Uh, okay, Extra respect, you? brother. Extra respect. Extra respect. Okay, I didn't think you would get that. One. <laughs> All right, give me the <laughs> right. Give me the big one, one. I love it. Number eleven. No diggity. Before I let go. Don't leave me. Mm, he don't know this. Black. He don't know this. Black. Black. Uh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. No diggity. What was it? Oh, see, it's two groups there, man. Um, Black those, 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 those are, Yeah, no. You said no diggity. What was the first? That second one. No diggity. Before, Before I let go, don't leave me. N.W.A. Uh, all right. So it's, I think that's after guy. So I'm gonna go Black uh, Black Street. Final answer. Black Street is the correct answer. Dr. Dre does the intro, NWA. You can't, so, yeah. Yeah, I ain't giving out clues. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I was thinking guy. I was either guy or, or NWA, yeah. Let's get, I mean, NWA for Black Street. We got two, three, five, six, nine, twelve. That's all I said. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And two, two dated numbers still out there. You said twelve? Yeah. Where did I do it? Okay, 12. Step by step, I'll be loving oh. you. Please don't go, girl. Oh, my God. I know this. This is my wife. Trophy. Please don't go, girl. Um, I just hear a um, Uh... What's the little kid's name, man? Uh, with 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 with, with uh, Ronnie, not Ronnie, but uh, uh, Michael Bivins. No, uh, that, that that ain't it. Don't give him clues. Don't give him clues. I give him a clue. We he, he I took him off the path. He was old. I ain't put him on the right one. But yeah. Um, <laughs> well, if it ain't them, it's uh right. Uh, Marcus right. Houston though. Um. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the group though. I'm past Frontier. No, that, that, not 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 them either. Hey, walk. Tell them who it is. Yeah, it's the new kids on the block. Final answer. <laughs> yeah, they're, so they're, they're, they're the new kids on the block. That's not uh, wrong. Hey, All right, I got to find at least one daily double here because I know you're gonna come back with me on this one. Give me a number. Channel my inner E here. Give me number nine. <clears throat> number nine. Hold on, my loving, giving him something he can feel. Oh, he uh, don't know this. Yeah. He don't know this. And in Vogue, final answer. In Vogue is the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> okay. We got What's two, left? two, three, five, six, ten. Yeah. Five. Final. <laughs> <laughs> Number five Bills, Bills, Bills wow. Say my name Bootylicious That's uh, Beyonce Five. 
final answer. What did you say? Beyonce then the final answer. That is correct. The correct answer is Destiny's mm-hmm. Child, but we will accept Beyonce now. That is yeah. the correct answer. Uh, <laughs> Kay, I mean, okay, well. All right, give me number 10. <clears throat> number 10. Peaches and cream, Cupid, <laughs> only you. Uh, that's 112, final answer. That is correct. Uh, so, okay. What's left? Three, right? Let me get three. Uh, okay. Two, two three, three and is, six. Yeah. Okay. Three is left. Of three. End of the road. Yeah. On oh. bended knee. A song for mama. Boys to men. Final answer. That is correct. Last two clues. Both of them are dating doubles. All right. So give me number six. Number six, Daily Devil. for you. Special K has 20, 30, 35. You got a 20-point lead. All right. So, uh, 20-point lead. So, I'm going to do... And he's got, a, he's got the Daily Double. So, he can do... He's got... He said 35? Yeah. Uh, He can double up and do it. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm all in. I'm all in. All in? Whoa. Mm -hmm. I'm all in. Let's do it. And you pick one of the easiest ones on the board. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Your clue. Candy girl, Mr. Telephone Man, cool it now. Man, get the hell out of here, man. Man, Another N.E. heartbreak. <laughs> New edition, follow it. <laughs> I don't even want to play no more, man. <laughs> That's right. Hey, so I can't win. But the last one is a daily double. Yeah. I can't win, win, man. Can't win. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Got to keep it official. You yo, yo, clue. Groove me. Peace of my love. Let's cheat. Uh, Aaron Hall and them. That is correct. The group is called mm-hmm. God, but we will accept Aaron Hall and them. That is correct. So, yeah. What uh, uh, that, 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 that might, daily that double? That daily double pretty much took you out, uh, Spencer K. We got a whole lot to – well, you had a lot to, just not enough. Um, K-Walk, excuse me. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Medals round my neck because I won, I won. Now my mama said because I won, I won. <laughs> hey, uh, good stuff tonight. Real quick, before um, we have to get out of here, I just want to address the firing of Hugh Jackson for my beloved yeah. State University. Oh, we got. Um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see the end of the game, but we lost the game that was very winnable. Our quarterback, Miles Crowley, drove the length of the field, come down. Hugh Jackson, for some reason, caused a pass play. Miles throws a pick. We hold him to three and out. We get the ball back. 
running the ball. We drive the length of the field again. We got first and goal from the one-yard line. They stop us on first down. They stop us on second down. On third down, we try to get the quarterback sneak from the shotgun. They shut that down. On fourth down, we try to pass play. The defense said, the defensive back from Southern said, hey, when I saw this one receiver come into the game, I knew they were going to go to him. Now, keep in mind, the whole second half of the game, we had been pounding the football, pounding the football, pounding the football, and we should have scored on these guys. And so we lost. So I texted a good friend of mine on um, Monday. And, like, you know, you know, we were just talking about it. And she said, look, that she works in the athletic department. She's like, look, there's a press conference at 3.30. And I'm like, well, why is there a press conference at 3.30? They had the post-game interview yesterday. And that's all she said. Hey, about 3.33, it came across the wire. Hugh Jackson and Snow the head coach of Real wow. State University. They rolled you ass up out the paint with a quickness. Now, Hugh, first of all, he doesn't have an HBCU background. That made right. it difficult for him. And coming from the NFL, you get a ready built team and you just got to coach them. In college, you got to go out and recruit players and get them to buy in and come into your system. That's a big time transition. Now, granted, you only got two years. But I think one of the nails in Hugh Coffin, we go back to the Art Browse high. Art Browse, is he a good offensive coordinator? Yes, he is. Is he a Title IX nightmare? Yes, he is. Because when he was at Baylor, you couldn't have <laughs> yeah, Baylor players doing the stuff that they were doing. And you the head coach, yeah. you just oh, well, I ain't know. Hey, man, it's your job to know. These are people's kids that they have entrusted with you. You can't have them just out here in these streets wilding. So I don't think Hugh really ever recovered from the Art Browse. And with a quickness, they rolled you up out of there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. When I saw that, I, I didn't know. I didn't hear that until you sent it through. Uh, your, your, uh, you, you informed me, or your, your many notifications, not many notifications, but your notifications that you sent to me. That was news to me, and and, and I, I couldn't wait to get on the uh, the air with you this evening to find out what you, you thought about it. But you kind of, you know, you kind of gave me your thoughts and opinions, or us your thoughts and opinions on on your uh, on Facebook on there. Oh yeah, uh, Eric Scott. Yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So with that being said, I have to ask you this, e, you know, you mentioned that, you know, he wasn't an HBCU guy. So going forward, who do you want to see your ideal candidate, your ideal coach that you wanted to, to be um, the next Grambling State uh, Tigers uh, uh, head coach? Do you want him to have HBCU ties or if yes. not, who do you want to see there? Well, if, if we, if we can't get an HBCU guy, because me personally, I don't think Brent Baum, um, Fobbs, Roger Fobbs should have been fired. I was a big Fobbs guy. Now, I am a little mm-hmm. biased because I know him. I went to school with him. So I am a okay. little biased when it comes to Coach Fobbs, but I liked him. But we can't get him. Then I'd like to go the Jackson State route and go get a big-name guy. I just recently found out that Ray Lewis was a candidate for the job when we hired Ooh. Hugh Jackson. I wouldn't mind bringing in a Ray Ooh. Lewis. or Ooh. It didn't work out at Bethune with Ed Reed. We could bring an Ed Reed in. I mean, go big or go home. I mean, because yeah. Coach Prime, to me, did more for HBCU football in two years than yeah. a lot of guys have done in 10 or 15. So if we can't get a grammar night or another HBCU guy, I wouldn't mind going the route of bringing in, like I said, a Ray Lewis or a, a, a Ed Reed or 
somebody along, you know, those lines. I mean, I just yeah. want the program to come back to prominence because I told you, Ken Walker, says, you know me. We can lose every game of the season, but you got to win Don't by your classic. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, like LSU. You can lose every game, but if you beat Alabama, they'll get you another year. That's why Brian Kelly's still there because he beat Alabama last year. <laughs> Coach O beat Alabama. He say, you see, sooner less mob couldn't beat Alabama no more. They rolled him up out of there. That's the same at Grambling. Yeah. Doug Williams was a Grambling Knight. Doug Williams won the Bayou Classic as both yeah. a coach and a quarterback. But literally, he dropped like two to Southern in a row. Oh, no, Doug, you got to yeah, go. That's a game. That just, that's a game you just got to win. That's just kind of how it is. And unfortunately, yeah. they couldn't get it done. Oh, wow. That, I mean, that's excellent stuff there, E, man. And I'm glad we got an opportunity. We had the time to, to, to visit that, man. I apologize for not giving more time. Um, but, yeah, for sure, E, and, and, you know, we'll we'll revisit this uh, next week and, you know, keep your ear to – I know you're going to keep your ear to the ground or to the bayou, if you will, to find out, you know, who's going to be that next, uh, that, that, you know, that next head coach. Oh, for sure. So, um, you know, if you're listening to Powers at B, man, you hear, you know, you hear E, you know, you know who, who he wants it to be. <laughs> so, uh, you know, get it done, man. So, um, yeah, because it's a prestigious uh, university, to say the least. Um, it was great to see that the, 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 the Bayou Classic was back on NBC, where a lot of people feel like it belongs, you know, and, and I don't know how you yes. feel about it, E. And the yeah, crowd a lot. was good, too, but, because attendance yeah. had been down. I think the reported yeah. attendance this was like 66,000, and the Dome only holds 70. So, I mean, yeah. wow. for an HBCU game, that's a huge crowd. And, I mean, yeah. all of us jump in this weekend. My whole yeah. body sore. I ain't even worked today. <laughs> yeah, I got to be yeah. good back tomorrow. But, yeah, man, my whole body hurts. All right. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you fighting through it. And, um, you know, that's all the time that we have, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kay, thank you so much uh, for joining us, brother, man. And, and that banter was, was excellent, man. I think our listeners are going to like that, man, because just nothing but respect for any time that you come on, man. I respect everything that, that you bring to the table for sure. So thanks so much, brother, for uh, for joining us uh, as always, man. You got it, brother. All right, like I do all the time, ladies and gentlemen, I want to leave you guys with something. You know, we, we talk about, you know, we talk about the playoffs and we talk about sports all the time, but I feel the real – I feel to – to, to bring the aspect of teamwork to the, uh, you know, to the table. So today I'm going to leave you with this. Um, success is best when it's shared. So I think that we did tonight. Tonight we had a successful thing, and we're going to share it with, with, with you guys. We're going to share it with us as well. All right. For uh, E. Scott, I am K. Walk. For Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yep.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.